Good morning. I'm going back to my FAQ series. The first time we talked about why. Okay, then what? You know, the why do we thing has to do with what? The motive. Why do we do what we do in church? Why do we do what we do in life? Whatever we do, we don't just do it without thinking about it, right? You recall that? I told everybody that the day you stop asking questions, that's also the day you die. Why? Because life is before us, but God wanted us to pursue Him with all our heart, mind, soul, and strength, and with all those questions of heart. Knowing that even though we have an inkling where life for us would go, God, in our time of prayer every day, would not only want to talk to us, He wants us to ask questions. Kaya tinanong natin yung una, why do we? That's about motive in church, motive in our lives. And we talk about what do we, that's mostly how do we classify what we do, right? We talk about who we are as a church, right? We talk about what we have. There are two questions there. What do you have? We said we have people that loves God and loves others. We talk about message, right? We have a message of restoration and transformation, healing for people. We have a culture. What is that? Something that our church is named about. Blessings. We are a church that choose to love, to bless. We're a church that choose to affirm and honor. If there's one language or many common languages in Beraka, common are those things because that's culture. And we said we have a place. I believe God never gave places to people. God gave us a big place because he wants to fill it with his love. And when his love comes, it's automatic people will come because people are drawn to the love of God. Be they Christians, be they people who are still looking for answers out there. Okay, I'll share about the how this morning and also tell you all about what's going to be next week. We will answer the when and where next week. Okay, so pauna ko lang. At the end of this message, let me just remind, we are actually readying the groupings of people. And I want you to just fill in where you think you belong in terms of relationship. Because we don't want to just share our heart. The last two weeks, Pastor June was sharing the very heart of what we do and the very thing that we want to do. Amen? So, pupunta po tayo doon. So, likewise, we talk about the why and the what. Next time, it's the when and the where. And I want us to really think, where do I want to belong to? There are men, there are women groups. Okay, last Friday, the youth were out because anniversary ng MI2 dito. They were out there at the NCCC Mercado Hall in... Uh, Bohangin, and there are like, what, 57 people that attended in spite of a mighty rain. Dami nila doon, sila. So, that's a good thing. The youth are enlisting also. Okay, they're profiling. They're putting small groups. In fact, they applied it so well that some of them grouped together after that. The boys went into Ramsey's place and had an overnight. That's how quick the young people could gather. And I believe us who are more mature will give heart and time for that because likewise, 
If we don't know how to care for others and we belong to a group of people who can care for us, then we're just hearers. We don't want to be hearers alone. We want to be doers of the word. And I know that in this church you will hear so much of encouragement. And that is one thing we have especially today. Okay, let me share about this thing. How do we? Two things about it. How do we live as a Christian? And how do we change? Because sometimes, even if we say we're in church, we develop a certain good culture that sometimes if we don't, you know, look again and check again, we realize that we created a culture that only helps strong when we're together. Na-insulate natin sarili natin. Sa pagtingin mo, you hope and pray people will be added, but in return, you build walls in a church that says we're a church with no walls and nobody can be added to your group. Kasi kayo na lang yun. You realize you get slow because the moment you look and it's the same people you cared about, nothing bad with that. You should be solid through time. But then, the nature of our faith is that the Christian faith is like a womb. Okay? Anong meron sa womb ng mga women? Life. Dumadami yan, nagre-reproduce. The moment there's a time to reproduce, there's a time to rest and get strengthened and get deeper with it, then you come back again and you reproduce. Amen? Let's look at 2 Corinthians 3.17. Here is Paul writing to them. He said, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Amen? And yung kinakanta natin kanina, that's what Ike was saying to us. Freedom. And everybody is shouting that all around the world. But before we do, let's pray. God, give us your heart, mind, Lord, even your thoughts even your emotions this morning and allow us to feel you to know you to think with you open up our eyes our hearts our ears our spirit and soul and lord make ready our physical body for action as we hear your word in jesus name now the lord is the spirit and where the spirit of the lord is there is freedom there's a song that goes with this right you remember that if you're old you know, if you've been in church for a long time, there's a song that says, Where the Spirit of the Lord is, and they shout that. There is freedom. Why? Because God can't be in a place and people are not free. Hello? That's why we said, have you found Christ or have you found religion? Religion is always constant and most of the times it kills the spirit. If you embrace it too much. That's why when people said, I'm religious, Jesus in the book of James said, true and undefiled religion is reaching out to the orphans and the widows, the needy, and keeping oneself from the pollution of the world. Wow. Yun ang religion kay God. Maging mabuti tayong tao at linisi natin yung sarili natin at wag tayong pa-apekto kung ano meron dyan. The goal of our faith, Christianity, is Christ-likeness. Therefore, we need to take a serious look. Our attitudes, our motives, our actions, and our speech. Nowadays, in social media, people will just keep firing. And you don't know who's in it, who's out of it. And magulat ka na lang, 
when you post something or repost something out there and you're not careful, a lot of people will comment. And mostly, for what happened there, there are not much likes, but there are a lot of bashing happening. Our attitudes would speak of the character God had built us, not only by hearing the word, but through time. Our motives, likewise, are being weighed down. God, every day, wini-weigh niya yan eh. Kaya nga tayo, pag nakikinig tayo ng gusto kay God, before magawa isang bagay, tanungin mo. Kasi if you do, just do things because you think you need to do it, that's good. But in the end, you'll be asking yourself, a lot of people, even in church, burned out. Burned out. But marami na ba burn out sa church? Kasi tanungin mo yung sarili mo, ba't ko ba ito ginagawa? Kung trabaho na lang to para gawin ko, para meron akong check and balance, meron akong ma-report, I think I'm in the wrong side of definition. Right? If I go to church, if I worship Him, if I, if I help out in the kids or in the teens, I ask myself, God, ba't ko ito ginagawa? Because the true underlying motives to what we do will always be love. I'm doing it because I love you so much, God. I love you because as I loved you, I began to transform. I changed so much inside out that I cannot help watching others. I cannot help watching others, not only in their pain, but most of the time when they're out there not doing what to do. You know, as a Christian nowadays, you will always find something to do if you open your heart. Because people, especially in church, when we don't do what God wants us to do, we become complainers. We become bashers and all the things. Ang dami nating napupuna. Alam nyo ba, pag isang tao busy, wala kang mapupuna? Tama ba? Meron ka ba nakita tao, sobrang busy, may napuna pa siya? Wala. Ginagawa lang talaga niya, focus lang siya eh. Pero wala kang ginagawa, ang dami mong puna. Pag napupuna mo man sa sarili mo, ang dami mo ng sinay, tanungin mo, Lord, am I still the same page with you? Because I'm seeing things, and I'm not looking at what you want me to do. Guys, sometimes we need to really look straight at the mirror. Lord, if I'm full of complaint, if you ask me ano yung bagay na dapat kong sabihin, at talagang open-worded na lang lahat, pwede may masabi ako, tanungin mo sarili mo, are you... In a way, worshiping God. Are you, in a way, still in the mode of pleasing God? Lagi may nagtatanong sa akin, Pas, okay lang bang gawin ko to? Okay ka bang uminom? Okay lang bang gawin? Sabi ko, well, isa lang ang bottom line ng everyday. Kahit ano pa tinanong mo o justify mo yan, will it please God? Amen? With a relationship yan. Kahit sa mo, taga-church pa yung ka-eyeball mo. Yung tanong, will it please God? Because most of the things, binigay niya na sa'yo eh. Dalawa lang yung bagay na binigay niya todo. Buhay. Kaya humihinga tayo. Kaya nag-worship tayo today. Pangalawa, choice. Hindi niya agawin sa'yo yun. Because of that choice, we will be so in the mode of being asked by God. Malaya ka na, anong ginawa mo sa kalayaan mo? By the way, there's no such thing, I wrote there, as absolute freedom. People today are asking freedom. Dapat may laya kami tulad ng iba. Well, sumobra na nga tayo sa laya eh. Sa totoo lang, borderless na yung mundo, pati kalayaan natin borderless. To a people who wants more freedom, the question is, are you responsible for the freedom you are asking? I don't want to preach a message I'm not doing.
Search your heart. Look to God. How do we live? We slept too long. We've been extremely tolerant, yes. But how we live matters much because our faith should dictate how we live. Yung faith natin kay God, salamin yun, paano tayo mamuhay. We cannot live a church culture that are not even scratching the other culture that's coming, the present culture of the young people. Even inside the church, makita po natin yung pagkakalayo ng, ng generation natin at yung mga anak natin. Mag-iingat tayo kasi we live in a world na halos na diktahan na ng mundo yung mga anak natin. They only go to church on a Sunday. They don't talk to you often. You don't eat together very often. And when you do, there's more time for the high-tech gear and TV and internet. Yet, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Half of Saturday, if not all of Saturday, kaharap nila kung nag-aaral yan, eskwelahan. Kung nagtatrabahoin, opisina. Kung businessman yan, mundo. We face, most of the time, six days a week, the world. We only see one another one day a week. Guess what? Kung communication lang, we were out-talked by people who mostly, kung Kristiyano man, may conviction, or sometimes Kristiyano man, dualistic yung view, or yung iba, hindi pa talaga kilala si Lord. And they are your children's teens teachers. Whatever they say, teachers are more powerful. Kaya nga sinabi ni Jesus, not many of you should be teachers because teachers will be judged strictly. Hello? Naniwala ka sa evolution? Pinalusot mo siya eh. Sino nagawa ng evolution nun? Si Charles Darwin, right? Ganun tayo mag-isip. Pinalusot natin si Freud eh. Nagtataka pa ganyan ka mag-isip? Ba't ang baba ng tingin mo sa kapo? Pinalusot mo sa psychology eh. Pinalusot mo sa science. Nilunok mo na parang religion. Hindi naman proven yung missing link. Kaya nga missing link yun dahil wala naman talagang dugtong yung unggoy sa tao. Kahit hanapin mo yun, kahit lahat pa ng paleontologist, pagsamasamahin mo yung pinakamagaling pati satellite na halos 1 millimeter nakikita na sa ilalim ng lupa. Wala kang makikita link because there is no link between ape and man. And yet we grew up confused believing that, you know, may unggoy nga tas may missing link. Ngayon inahanap nila eh. Alam problema sa sa walang link, hindi mo mahanap yung wala. Nakita mo na ba yung wala? May nakita na ba sa wala? Wala. Kasi wala yun eh. Hello. <laughs> And yet, we swallowed it hook, line, and sinker para ta isda. And believed in it, it's a religion by itself. Ganon din yung psychology. Ang sabi ni Freud, if it feels good, do it. No, kaya ano mga hippie nung 70, tara. You know, sex, love, and rock and roll, baby. Kasi it feels good eh. Ano nangyari? Wasak din yung generation nila. And yung generation ng mga kuya ko sinundang ko eh. They live up to say, you know what? Don't believe anyone Above 40, one day, nung yung mga kuya ko, 40, tinanong ko sila, pabiniwalaan ba kita? Dapat lang, eh, 40 ka ni. Nung bata ka, sabi mo, pag 40, wag paniwalaan. Kayo man nagsabi noon, ngayon 40 ka na, sabihin ko sa'yo, hindi ako maniniwala. Bakit? Banner niyo yun eh. Kung sinabi natin, tagline natin, love God, love people, tagline nila yun, do not believe anyone above 40. The, re- the generation of the 70s became 40 years old. And I affronted my passage. I won't believe what you say because you're 40 years old plus. 
Ba't ka di maniniwala? Eh, sabi mo nung bata ka, huwag ka maniwala. Di ba, mantra nyo yun? O di kainin nyo, dahil naniwala kayo, maniniwala ako sa'yo ngayon. Can I believe you? Can I trust you? How do you live? Wala. Likewise, we're in church. Morning natin yun. As a nation also, we slept too long. How do we live? Matters much. Pag inisip natin, we never really define what faith, what home, and what family is. That's why this segment of society came up. Weekly, there are three types of change. Okay, you either conform. It means some people felt helpless. So they say, if I can't beat them, I'll join them. So tingnan na lang natin because conforming means you already lost. Hello? Marami tayong time sa bahay, ibin tayong magulang, talo na tayo kasi conforme tayo lagi. Minsan, hindi natin inisip na yung pagmamahal natin, may weight din yung pagmamahal eh. May two sides. ba? Grace and truth. Kailangan ibigay mo rin yung kabilang side. Because if you conform, then you will no longer be able to share what's your heart. Because ang gagawin mo na lang, yes ka na lang ng yes eh. It's a challenge because everywhere, from classroom to workplace to business places to communities, will you conform? Will you just be silent? Sabi nga lang, no? for evil to triumph, let the righteous be silent. We've been silent for a long time. Yung isa naman, reform. Good. Kasi self-discipline yan, pero man's effort yan. So, reform and conform, they're all external change. Magbabago ka lang for a meantime, but they're dependent on human effort. Because we want to see change. What we're after is the third one, transform. This is God empowering men to change. Our goal is transformation. Okay? It's a complete internal and external change, not the result of human effort, but the grace of God. Lagi natin naririnig yan. Pag hindi si Pastor David sinasabi, we need to go to a process of transformation because transformation is inside out. Conform and reform had to do with outside. That's why a lot of people say they've changed. And maya-maya, babalik ulit sila doon because ang nagbago lang, labas lang eh. Parang kukuyan, nilagyan mo lang ng cutex. Dapat ang way, kung patay na yan at may dumi o masakit, tanggalin mo na para tumubo ulit yung bago. To transform, it takes a lot of things and that is God empowering all of us personally. That we could really change from the inside out. Okay? You know the life of Jacob and for the longest time in church, you've learned a lot. If you've walked with us through the last several times in years, na-share na rin to sa pulpit, lalo ni Pastor Dave. The life of Jacob. I want to put a simple summary on here. The five-point summary of Jacob's life. Okay? Yung buhay niya, yung kalayaan niya, yung choices niya, at saka yung pagbabago niya. First is that thing okay, about Jacob. Manipulation. Okay? Jacob, three ways, did it. He also deceived people. First, he manipulated his birth order. Remember nung pinanganak siya, naunang lumabas si Esau, Tinalian na, maya, maya may kamay, nakahawak sa paa ni Iso. Doon pa lang eh. Hinihila niya na yung kuya niya. Kambal man sila. So right there at birth, you would see the pattern of Jacob's life. Ama? 
Hinawakan niya na kagad yung hill eh. Pag nagbabasketball ka, normally pag panay kang score, hindi ka magwardyahan. Ang style na lang doon, harang mo yung paasimple. Patirin mo yung shooter. Kasi pag bumagsak yun, pag napilayan yun, hindi na makashoot yun. Ganon ginawa ni Jacob. Kung sa basketball, pinatid niya yung kuya niya eh. So umpisa pa lang meron na. Imagine mo, baby ha. Wala pang isip yun. You know, galaw nun, biological. Hinawakan niya Rare yun. May nakita ka bang kambal, hinawakan yung kapwa? Hinawakan niya eh. Uy! Grabe ah. Umpisa pa lang, see? By, at birth, ginawa niya na yun. Na birth order. Gusto talaga niyang unahan si Isaw eh. Next, he manipulated birthright. Okay? Genesis 25, 29-33. Remember that? Si Isaw dumating, gutom na gutom. Pahingi ng Red Stool. Si Jacob, homeboy man siya. Magaling siya magluto. Chef siya eh. Si kuya niya, hunter yon, So, malaki diferensya nung hunter at saka chef, di ba? Yung hunter, kaya niyang humuli. Hanggang dun lang siya. Yung chef, masarap magluto. So, sobrang sarap. Nakita niya, red stew. Kulay pa lang, gutom ka ni. Sabi ni Jacob, teka, before pa pakainin, kami, I'm hungry, I'm famished, I'm about to die. Give me that, sabi ng kuya niya. No. Promise me something. Give me your birthright. Dun pa lang. Hindi nag-isip si Isa. Wakala niya, joke-joke lang yon. Verbally, sinabi, sige na, akin ay Red Stew. Pinakain niya. Never knowing that spiritually, he made it official that he, he cannot be the heir. Nagpalit na sila at that time. Because inuna niya yung tiyan niya eh. Paano huli? Mas malupit yung dulo kasi bulag na yung tatay, matanda na si Isaac. Sabi nung nanay, alam ko dapat ikaw yung mabibless, hindi yung kuya mo. Sabi ni Jacob, pumunta ka sa gubat, you hunt me, certain animal, kambing ba yun, kunin mo ako, pinakamagaling, luto mo, pakain mo sa akin, sa akin ay bibless. No, sabi nung nanay, utakan na natin yung kuya mo, which yung nanay, sumama na rin doon sa plot na yon. and what he did, mahalata ako eh, kasi makinis ako si kuya, mabalahibo eh, balbon, dayain natin, lagyan kita ng goat skin para amoy kambing ka, dahil nag-aalaga nga ng kambing yung isa eh. Magluto ka. Oh, balik siya kaga doon. Sabi ng tatay, teka, antulin mo namang humuli. Ikaw ba talaga si Isao o ikaw si Jacob? Ako po si Isao. O sige, lapit ka. Nilagyan siya dito, nilagyan sa batok para pag ano nga na mahinipo, mabuhok. Ikaw na nga talaga yon. So pinakain niya tatay niya and then binless siya. Three things. Pagpanganak, nung grown up na sila, gutom, binigay sa kanya. Pangatlo, tinapos na talaga niya. Bakit? Nung una siya lang eh. Nung pangalawa, yung kuya niya na yung pumayag, so kanya na yun. Pangatlo, pinakamalupit, yung tatay niya na. Yung pinaka-final blesser. Yung tatay, yung authority ng blessing nung grabe, eh. pak, binless siya. Dating si Isaw later, ha, hindi pala ikaw yun, yung si Jacob, sabi, sabi ni, ni Isaw, tay, may natira pa ba para sa akin? Sabi niya, nak, sorry. Wala na eh. Pero bless na lang kita some other way. The blessing landed on Jacob's shoulders. He manipulated. You look at our lives, kailan ba hindi? May mga time nagagawa natin to. May mga time, na, na, whether we like it or not, by choice or na pressure ka, deception comes. Problem with that is if you keep believing what is not real, it will really poison you. You'll be deceived. That's why some men of integrity was telling them last Friday, guys, it is harder to lie than to tell the truth. Because telling the truth means only that you have to humble yourself so much, expose yourself, and ask and beg for mercy 
Right there, yung tao, dalumingi ka ng tawad, respond na lang niya yun. Pag nag-respond at sinabi pinatawad kita, tapos na. Pero pag naglay ka, pride, justification ng kasalanan, you have to cover it time and again para pag nagbuko, you're creating a mountain of lies. Something that's not real. It will affect your brain because you begin to understand tama yung mali. That's why I said, when wrong is right and bad is good because people kept on the lie. In the end, mas mahal magsinungaling kaysa magsabi ng totoo. Kasi pag panay ka sinungalingan, even ikaw na-deceive ka na nun eh. Mawala na yung konsensya mo kasi yung mali, tingin mo tama. Narealize my son, sabi niya, dad, ba't yung mga German, ba't nagpaloko sila kay Hitler? Because sabi ng mga Nazi, if you keep the lie to be the truth, one day, the whole society believes the lie to be the truth. Yan ang nangyari sa Germany nun. And how many times people could fall into the same trap? He manipulated. Pangalawa, there was alienation. Of course, pag may ginawa kang ganun, mapapalayo ka sa mga taong mahal mo, sa mga taong malapit sa'yo. He went out. Esau said, next time, papatayin ko talaga si Jacob. There was a death threat. He was sent by his parents to God because that's a serious threat. That's a serious threat. And out of desperation, he went into a faraway land. Sabi, doon ka na rin maghanap ng mga papangasawa mo. He served the uncle, the brother of his mom. And no, pag naisip mo anong meron, he quickly ripped what he saw. He manipulated, he lied, he deceived. Dineceived siya ni Laban, nung tito niya. Type niya si Rachel. The wedding night, binigay yung panganay si Leia. Ha! Tignan niyo bakit? You deceived me. Exactly, you ripped what you saw. Lahat na galit siya. Pinagbayad siya. Pero love ko si Rachel. Okay, after one week, pagtrabahuan mo yan ng pitong taon. Then ibibigay ko siya si Rachel. When you live in this type of lifestyle, you'll be in bondage. He thought he was free. He wasn't free. He fall under a bondage of Laban. Even to sa mga hayop na pinalaki, kinawawa siya. But God, in spite of that, blessed him. Guys, in spite of the things sometimes na nagagawa natin, hindi ka ba nagtataka, hindi ka tinamaan ng kidlat? But buhay pa ako, of course. Mahal ka ni God. Tulad ng minahal na tong taong to si Jacob. You mean God, kahit ganun ako? Yes, there's always a time and that time is now, today, to change your heart, your mind, your soul and go back to God and tell God, sorry God, I've lived a life of lies and untrue and I've been deceiving things. Guys, even Christians can do that. People in church. That's why there's so much hurt in church because people don't tell the truth. People choose to lie. People choose to build walls. Here it is. Desperation. Nagkita sila magkapatid. Ano nangyari? Takot na takot si Jacob. Ama? Look at this. Genesis 32, 22, 31. This is a story of something. Pag tinignan mo, di ba? Papunta siya doon. Nag-wrestle sila ni God. Ama? Sabi niya, hindi kita ilalet go unless binless mo ko. Hanggang doon sa dulo, si, si Jacob, gusto niya itwist si God eh. Si God, knowing mahal niya tong taong to, binless niya. Pero, piniga niya yung ganito. So Jacob had a remembrance from God from that day on hanggang matanda na siya. Ganun siya maglakad, oh. Bakit? Piniga ni God dito, eh. I'll bless you. Pero iwanan kita ng Mark dahil ikaw hanggang ngayon, pati ako, gusto mo akong barasuhin, itwist mo ako, 
God gave him a remembrance. Believe me, have we learned about, have we really been true before God and people? Guys, pag di tayo natuto, iwanan tayo negad ng remembrance. Lahat tayo. Ako mismo sa buhay ko, may remembrance akong ganang. Piniga talaga negad yung tagiliran ng buhay ko eh. Pag naalala ko, na-realize ko, ayoko na ulitin. Bakit? Dumaan na ako dun eh. Pag hindi pa tayo dumaan doon, matuto naman tayo. Huwag niyong hintayin yung day na mangonti na lang yung grasya, barag ka na. Babalikan ka talaga nun. Because you will reap what you sow. Dadaan tayo doon. Okay? Finally, pag tinignan mo to, before I wind this, and go to the last two, nagkita silang dalawang magkapatid, di ba? Tama? Tama? Anong isip ni Jacob? Baagantihan ako ni kuya. Pinauna niya na yung mga anak niya. Kasakasakali lang. Pinahuli niya yung mga bunso niyang anak. Bakit? May kasabihan lagi, di ba? If you fool me once, shame on you. If you fool me twice, shame on me. Nagpaloko ulit ako eh. Alam mo isip ni Isaw? Paano yun? Niloko mo ako, Jacob, shame on you. Niloko mo ko ulit, shame on me. Eh kaso tatlong beses ang niloko ni Jacob, di ba? Paglabas, nung grown up na sila, Yung tatay niya, eto, di ba? Binless niya, thrice. You fool me once, shame on you. You pull me twice, shame on me. You pull me thrice, whose fault is it? Shame on us both. Because pumayag ulit tayong tatlo. Nagkita silang tat dalawa ulit. But you know what? God did something. He did something. Because that word transformation, nakita mo doon? Nung piniga siya ni God, na-transform siya eh. One day in his life, nung piniga siya, natauhan siya. So before he met to reconcile with the brother, tumino siya Guys, change happens when we allow God to transform us. Ulitin ko, transformation is God's work. It is a grace given to us para magbago tayo. Transformation is not external, it's both external and internal. Internally, nagbago puso ni Jacob. Externally, he walked with limp all his life as a remembrance from God. Finally, what he said, restoration. After years of deception and dysfunctional family with brother, mother, and father, God dealt with his character. Nag-reconcile silang dalawa. Alam mo, next na magandang mga view, di ba? Prodigal son, umiyak siya, di ba? Bumalik sa tatay, di ba? Si Joseph and his brothers na reunite. Nakakaiyak yun, ha? After many years, nagkakita sila. Ito pangatlong sin sa Bible na maganda eh. Nung nagkita si Isaw at si Jacob, iyakan yun. Handaan yun, di ba? Kahit gaano kagalit sa kapatid mo, kahit alam mong ninakaw niya lahat sa'yo, dugo mo yun eh. Dugo mo yun. Hindi mo talaga papayagan. After many years, nung bata pa kayo, okay lang. Mainit ulo mo. Pag tumanda ka, ma-realize mo, teka, dinaya ako nun. Pero di ba binless din ako ni God? Di ba binless din siya? So para saan pa galit? I hope when there is that word, not only the transformation that God's doing in your life, but the real restoration, not only to God, but to people. Think about that. How do we live? Finally, how does God change us? How God changes us? Tatlo lang, the truth. Kaya makita mo dyan, truth, scripture says, what? The truth sets you free. If you hold on to my teachings, you're really my disciples, you'll know the truth, truth will set you free. One thing with truth, truth sets people free. Lagi like yung sinasabi natin, grace redeems 
but truth transforms. There's redeeming grace, but there's transformative truth. Next, Holy Spirit. Okay? Sin brings bondage, but the Spirit of God brings freedom. Yung Spirit ng Diyos, pag talagang nandyan siya, hindi pwedeng walang mangyari sa buhay natin. Pantay binago ni God, salita niya. Pinakita niya, punong-puno siya ng grasya. Punong-puno siya ng katotohanan. Pinadala niya yung Espiritu Santo para magbago tayo. Seal niya yun eh, para patunay na may pagbabagong nangyayari sa buhay natin. He put the Holy Spirit inside us as a seal. Third, a renewed mind. A true and lasting change starts internally in the mind. Okay? And then it transforms the external through our actions. Renew our mind, sabi ng Romans. Ganun ka-powerful yung renewal. Because what you see, what you can paint in your mind, will later on become a living reality to you. So as a church, I always ask us, we need to walk together in freedom and accountability. Malaya tayong lahat. But in that freedom, make sure somebody walks with you, not only alone. Na i-practice mo yan. Be accountable. Kaya nga po, lagi sinasabi natin, I go to the last one, we always say the three directives we had. Let's pray and worship together. I always tell you guys, Please come early so we can worship 15 minutes before the service. Morning or afternoon, kumamaya ko atin ng 4, we pray. Why? Because we want to experience grace before we can enter into worship. Experience the humility, the community together because we pray together. Pray with us during the week, Wednesdays and Saturdays. Second, let's be part of discipleship. Okay, small groups. Next week po, maglilist out tayo. Kaming dalawa ni Pastor June, we had men we call the Brad Pitt people. Ayusin namin yung training. And we will really encourage them to put in not only their wives and families together, but really put a lot of us within that kind of relationship. So lahat po tayo are part of it. Why? Because we cannot ask others to come when they see us not belonging to certain groupings. Because that is the key to a long-lasting relationship, that we belong to one group. Okay, meron pong grupo sa men, sa women. Okay, together, pag pinagsamo mo yan, couples, may mga single moms din naman, but they're part of that group. Be part of it. There's singles, the lead. There's also the youth, the Christ generation. Likewise, sabi nga, nung Friday, nagsimula na sila, next Friday, uulitin nila yan. They'll group themselves and us being more mature than the, the youth, guys, let's really group ourselves. So next Sunday, expect that. Gagawa tayo ng ganun. Even earlier, if you can group together, you think you belong to this certain friendship, dun tayo magsimula. Okay, let's reach out together. We do outreaches and missions, short term or long term. Likewise, we're doing it outside. Mga small groups natin, people will reach out like the youth night. Okay. Yung campus outreach na ginagawa nila, yung mga small groups natin, let's do that. I'll go back to that last scripture, 2 Corinthians 3.17. Okay, now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is freedom. Can we all stand as we end this message?
And after this, I want to leave you with a question about what's in your heart. Anong carry nyo kay God? Don't leave the place yet, but find someone to pray with. Okay, but let me pray first. Lord, thank you. Teach us how to live. And lead us in a way how to change. These are two things about us. Not only that we live under you, but in that span of life, allow us to change. We change because of your grace. We change because people walk with us. And Lord, wala pong tao dito na lumakit, lumali, mag-isa. Lahat po kami byproduct because people shared, spent time, cared for us. Lord, people were there to see us grow, to see us not only in the good times, but to stand with us in the moments of shaking and sadness. That is how you define family and how do you find church. Allow us to be God. And make us the kind of people that can really say, we love each other. We love you. And today we say we choose to love God and love people. Father, anoint us. If there's anything in us, anything of those three that we really, in a way, get convicted about not being straight, about things we have manipulated, or sometimes, Lord, things we never set straight. Allow us, if we've been alienated or we felt desperate because of the result of that, we go into your altar this morning. Transform us. And just lift your hands. Lord, transform us. Let that transformation be evident from here on end. Restore us to you to your very heart. Restore us to the relationships you built along us, our families, Lord, our clans, people in church, our friends, our office mates, our classmates. Panginoon, salamat. Restore us to you and to the people you want us to touch. Because as we walk with you and with them, there'll be great change that's gonna happen. Father, we give you praise. We receive that grace to be transformed. We receive your forgiveness. And we receive the anointing to be restored into your heart and into the family of men. In Jesus' name.